What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality. Just want to say thanks for tuning in to this episode. I uh, want to let you all know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast directories and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 32nd edition of the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John. I'm here with my co-host Matthew White, and we are here to bring to you all things sports. What's up, Matt? How's everything going? Everything's going pretty good, Jeremy. How's everything with you? Doing well, doing well. How's the week so far? Oh, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Can't really complain, except for this terrible weather outside. It's awful. It, it is so hot outside um, that the local public school system shut down two hours early. Uh, we were just standing outside for just a couple minutes, and it's um, too hot way too hot not only is it hot it's just the air quality isn't good you made a point and i didn't even notice until i looked up you were like you realize the trees aren't moving at all like it's just nothing there's no breeze at all and i was like that makes a lot of sense (laughs) also uh my wife she is uh running she's going to be doing a 10k i think it's a 10k that's a lot and um she is uh using i think a nike running app and basically was like nah don't run today so (laughs) nike shut it down (laughs) yeah so they were like don't run today it's not pretty good so that's how bad it is here but we are inside of our cool studio and uh we're here to bring to you all things sports what are we what are we gonna talk about this this episode's matt I'm going to change it up. I'm going to ask you what we're talking about. We're definitely going to talk about some, you know, some football. Football season on the way. Make some week one predictions. Talking about, you know, Colin Kaepernick and Nike. Uh-huh. And we're going to talk about, you know, just the good stuff. that Roger Federer. Ooh. Also him. That is a great segue to what we're going to get into next. I Roger, did it on purpose. You did. You did. You, you read the rundown. <laughs> It on purpose. <laughs> Roger Federer lost to uh, Millman of Australia. Did you watch that game? I I caught the very end, and at the very it was when I tuned in. It looked like Federer was actually going to come back and win, mm-hmm. and then he didn't <laughs> because uh, I saw that obviously he was down two one, two sets to one, but then. He was he actually led in the third set, but uh, Millman um, tied it up and they went to tiebreakers. Um, and Millman won uh, six three seven five seven six seven three, so he ended up winning the last three sets. This is a real upset. I don't care that Roger Federer is as old as he is. Um, he's still one of the best tennis players in the world. In the world, and to see him, you know, lose to an unranked uh, or not a highly ranked uh, tennis player, 
Uh, that was that was quite shocking. Serena Williams is still in. Out here. Yep, yep. They, well, <laughs> well, she's still ranked as something like crazy, right? Yeah, not not pretty high at all. That's crazy. Pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. Um, let's just get right into it. College football week one. Did you catch any of these college football games? I saw some of the LSU game, <laughs> and I saw. I get, see, that's the. What, what do you know? Did you see what the the end score was? For the LSU game? It was ridiculous. That's why, like, the first couple weeks, they don't even matter for real, right? Like, nobody's out here trying to... They're, they're, no good games happen yet, right? Except, no, there was one... Uh, No, I can't even remember who played, but there was, like, two ranked teams played against each other week one, and I feel like that was, you know... Um, that was neat. Basically, the ranked teams that went up against each other... I don't think any of them are really good, to be they're, honest. They're not a. It's not Alabama playing somebody else ranked. They're not playing like the number three. Uh, no, nah, Alabama played. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, a JUCO. <laughs> I mean, the way they played, <laughs> Louisville. The way they played, you could definitely say it's a JUCO. Uh, let's just go through some of these uh, notable games or the top twenty-five. Uh, UCF, which was ranked twenty-one, beat Connecticut fifty-six seventeen. Michigan State beat Utah. And this was this was a close game. Michigan State almost lost at home. They ended up winning 31, 38-31 to Utah State. Wisconsin 34-3 over Western Kentucky. Stanford 31-10 over San Diego State. Maryland with the upset victory over number 23, Texas. Maryland wins 34-29. That game was at FedEx Field. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually met someone that came to the game came for the game from texas um and i told him i was like yeah maryland's gonna win he's like you know what you're probably right <laughs> he's like because you all beat us last year in austin um and now we beat them here in the dmv um ohio state's 30 i mean 77 31 trounce of uh oregon state beavers oregon state so oregon state you know after what's his name stephen jackson and who else came out of oregon state that was like but Steven Jackson actually kind of... He was They decent. were decent yeah. when he was there. Um, it was, did who, Brandon Cooks go Oregon State? I don't know. They definitely have a decent amount of NFL players. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah. It, and it's weird, but they, they have a decent amount, but yeah, they don't, they're not that good. Uh, this was the game that I really thought could have been the upset. And after watching the game or seeing highlights of the game and reading up on the game... I was like, Jeremy, you're a fool. Why do you think they were going to win? <laughs> Oklahoma, number seven Oklahoma beat Florida Atlantic, which is Lane Kiffin's team. That looks 63 to 14. They blew them out. People were talking about they're about to be a good school in like, uh, was it South Florida or something like that? We were just talking like, I said it last week. I was Look. like, yo, they're about to be the team in Florida. <laughs> Man, they they did not listen to the podcast, obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and the thing about it, Florida Atlantic, they get a lot of uh, recruits. D1 re- recruits and yeah. guys from like junior college. I was like, okay, I think they're gonna sneak in. And also Oklahoma, they didn't have you know they don't have Baker Mayfield anymore. And yeah, the quarterback that's there now, I can't remember his name, but he's actually he's actually like probably going to be a baseball player after he got drafted pretty high mm-hmm. and uh he already got he already cashed out like he got four million in the bank oh, for, so for he's baseball just, he's just playing football and he baseball. likes it yeah yeah <laughs> he's but playing he, for fun yeah, yeah yeah and they they beat them 63 to 14 at halftime halftime the score was 42 to zero 
they were on pace for uh, uh like <laughs> there's some basketball games that don't get to 80 points sometimes right <laughs> perfect <laughs> that's Especially crazy in college right <laughs> but yeah they definitely smacked them and then after I'm like yo why do you think they were gonna go into Norman Oklahoma and actually beat them but hey whatever a TCU number 16 beat uh, Southern University 55-7 Clemson 48-7 over Furman uh, Georgia 45-0 over Austin P. Appalachian State almost beat Penn State in Happy Valley. These D1 programs, they're going to be scared to now schedule Appalachian State on home openers. Remember when Appalachian State went to Michigan and beat them in the home opener? Look. And that was like a big thing. But every year, Appalachian State beats a D1 <laughs> FCS school every year. So, you can't keep scheduling them for the first week. <laughs> yeah, you just got to get them later in the season when they're, you know have already worn down a little other notable games um just want to get to them oh number 14 michigan loses to number 12 notre dame that was the school that, that was the game that was a game where okay it, it was a okay game it the game decent. itself was it okay was uh, but I definitely thought it had more fire, firepower from both teams. And yes, the score was 24-17, but I was really expecting Michigan to do some work. To run it up. Is uh, Jim Harbaugh on the clock? What has he done the last couple seasons? I think last year he had he went 8-4 and four or something like that. 8-4? and four? Yeah. Oh, no, nah, that's and not okay. And he has not beaten Ohio State yet. Oh, no. Nah. How many years has he been there? Three seasons, I think. Uh, he's one in one in. He only has one victory when it when he combined games against Michigan State and Ohio State. So like, which are their rivals? This year, if look, he got he got to beat both of them this year. Like, I don't know. This this could be his last year because this is it's not like a you don't. Man, you can't keep losing to your rivals in college sports. Yeah, like you like, have you get to get fired. Be, you have to beat your rivals. That's it. It don't matter who else you lose to. <laughs> you got to beat your rivals. So yeah, so um yeah, I, I think he's on the hot seat. And I know many people are going to say, hey, "Bro, you're wild and like nah, he's on the hot seat. Like this is Michigan. You need you, to be playing better. You have to beat your rivals." I yeah, that's that's to sum it up, that's pretty much where it goes. Um, you, you mentioned the LSU game. Yeah. <laughs> LSU demolished <laughs> Miami 33-17. Wasn't okay. even close. Stop watching. Alabama beat Louisville 51-14. And to wrap up the Labor Day weekend, Virginia Tech went into Tallahassee and beat Florida State 24-3. Man, that game was ugly. That game was real, real ugly. It's a bad uh, one. Yeah, Willie Taggart home opener uh, debut as the Florida State head coach D- didn't go well, especially when his offenses are known for scoring. Um, but I'm gonna ask you this question because I didn't know this until I saw this, and someone brought it to my attention. Uh, Sports Talk Tasha uh, brought it up to my attention. Did you know Willie Taggart is a black man? Did I know Willie Taggart was? A, I mean, he got a black guy name. He does, but I didn't. <laughs> he got a black guy name. A, am I am I really being pessimistic when I hear that Florida State actually hired a black head coach? Like, 
I mean, a I definitely bit. didn't think that. Once you heard his name, like, immediately she's been like, oh, this is, yeah, you know. That's, that's a, a black guy name. Perfect. Is he, look, is he, look, you know who else we have in the, the, this has nothing to do with sports, but the wild, crazy black guy names are the villains on TV shows when they're just a random white dude. Like, if this was, look, in Nashville, it's a bad dude named, uh, what is it, like, Keith? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Keith is definitely. It's a black dude name. Yeah, that old country. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> really, if you're a white guy with the name Keith, I'm assuming you're really old at this point. Because it is an old name. So, but yeah, but uh, <laughs> it seems like black people only that's, name currently named. That's an exclusive Keith. black guy name. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into the NFL right now. Talk about. Your boy Aaron Donald cashed oh, yeah. out on Finally. Friday. Finally, he uh, he was the highest paid uh, defensive player for three whole days. <laughs> it wasn't even three days. <laughs> it was less than it was, he got it for one day. Wasn't even three days, man. It was like what day? Well, hold on. It was Thursday, I think. He cashed out for two days. It's terrible. And we'll get to who cashed out terrible. the very next day. But Aaron Donald signed a six-year, $135 million contract extension. $87 million of it is guaranteed. Uh, that made him the highest-paid player for about two days uh, because Khalil Mack was traded from the Oakland Raiders uh, this for is two first-round draft picks. Oh, my gosh. And within hours, the Bears made him the highest-paid player and a defensive player in the nfl and i want to say he may be he's in the top five of all positions right now oh definitely he's paid a ton of money so yeah he's gonna be there for a while it's probably worth it he's also super, super good now w- let's talk about the raiders real quick like what are they gonna do without killing matt uh, uh they're gonna be terrible they're already not good on defense like you can't be good, not, you can't be bad on defense and then lose your best defensive player, and it'd be okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I well, we spoke about it last week. We said they're strapped how, for cash. Yeah, they're strapped for cash. And, Apparently, that's and crazy. They're not willing to pay him right now, and of course, John Gruden has all the power, and I, and I know it's the. Coach's salary cap is different from the player's salary cap because there is a salary cap on coaches, I think, in the NFL. Um, but when you pay a head coach $10 million a year, I mean, obviously, he's going to feel like he has the power. And, and honestly, I think he's wilding when he says that, you know, they can do better without him. Like, they don't need him. Like, that's ridiculous. He is one of the best defensive players in the game. And also... Um, He's a game changer. And now that he's in that NFC North with the Chicago Bears, I still don't believe in the Bears' offense. Bears' defense is going to be stout, though. It's going to be sturdy. Yes, it is. And especially with him and Roquan Smith and Danny Trevathan. That's a good defense. Like, their linebacking core starters may actually be one of the best in the game right now. Um, So, and he's also going to go up against Aaron Rodgers twice. Matthew Stafford twice. Here, chill, chill, chill. That's it. Oh, your boy no Kirk else. Cousins chill, chill, chill. twice. <laughs> your boy Kirk Cousins. I want to hear that, Jeremy. 
I'm not mean, trying to hear it. The, so Kirk don't want the smoke? No. What? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Kirk definitely don't want the smoke with Khalil. But uh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see how how that goes um with Khalil Mack and, and the Bears. I, I believe the Bears will still end up being the last place team in that division because of their quarterback situation. Like think about if they actually drafted Deshaun Watson with that pick last year. So Mitchell Trubisky. That'd been pretty good, but how many other teams passed up on Deshaun Watson? But how many other teams needed a quarterback? Needed to pass up a quarterback and back. Uh, I mean, we could say Cleveland for sure last year. Cleveland so, every year. I mean, every I, year they dra- they pass up on a good quarterback. <laughs> so that's why, yeah, and that's why now they're here with Baker Mayfield at the very first pick of the draft, and we we talked about that oh, before. Dude, but, we can't talk about this again. It's just gonna make me upset. <laughs> but anyways, um, poor Tyrod y- Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if the Bears had Deshaun Watson with who they have right now. That would be sweet. Like they can contend in that division. That now, would be sweet. But they're gonna be the fourth place team in that division mm. for this year. Don't overestimate the Lions. The Lions could be terrible. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. I think the the Bears are just strictly worse than them, but I know what you're saying. So yeah, it's gonna be gonna be interesting to see what happens that in that uh division uh notable nfl cuts the first one that comes to my mind is the former kicker of the dallas cowboys dan bailey he was cut surprisingly did you did you think that was gonna happen no i drafted him in our fantasy in my fantasy team in which league uh one of my other leagues one of your other leagues okay i can't believe it like what one of the most accurate kickers of all time. The accurate kicker when it comes to percentages. Just ridiculous. In all of NFL history. And he got randomly cut. The thing about it was, I was, you know, as many of you all know, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. And I was. For now. And I was. Yeah, for now. <laughs> I spoke about it a few episodes as to why I may not <laughs> in the future. But um, it was. I just honestly thought they were like, hey, maybe he was battling an injury and we just want to keep him fresh. Because last year he ended up injured. And he was, you could tell, because he was missing really easy kicks. And it was stemming from the hamstring and groin injury that he had. But I honestly thought like, okay, he'll be healthy. He'll be back. And, you know, during preseason, he was not kicking the ball at all. But I was just like, okay, they're just saving him. They have this guy kicking because he's a, you know, a body you know, for camp. Okay, obviously, Bailey's going to be practicing. And he'll be kicking, but this guy's going to take the load during games and whatever. But Brett Maher ended up winning the winning the spot. Um, what are some other cuts? I have some other, other notable cuts. Martavius got cut. Martavius Bryant cut by the um, Oakland Raiders. Who else? Shane Leckler, the punter for the Texans. The God? Yeah, who's been in the league. The since. greatest Madden punter of all time, Shane Leckler. Look, man. R.I.P. to a true legend. Perfect. Yeah, um, yeah, he's he's gone. That's crazy. I think he's been in the league for like 18 years. Him and Sebastian Janikowski used to form the like the greatest special teams duo on the worst team. That is true. Uh that is really poor true. guys. They used to, they used to, they used to ball out. Um, 
other notable uh, cuts, Christian Hackenberg was cut by the Eagles. Oh, but by the way, he's already on the team. I think he's uh, on the Detroit Lions practice squad. Immediately. What? I think it's Detroit Lions. What did we say a few weeks ago about terrible white quarterbacks? Oh, you get to be in the league. You can be a backup forever if you're a terrible white quarterback. What's my man This is the backup on the Jets? This is always the backup or Josh Jets. McCown, Ooh. who barely played during preseason. He barely plays ever. Another quarterback, Drew Stanton. Oh, for trash the, can. For, for, for the Browns. Trash can. Did you watch any of Hard Knocks? Mm-mm. So Not one episode. They had a quarterback, uh, Brogan Roback. He was undrafted from, uh, I think, Eastern Michigan or Central Michigan. Directional Michigan. So he was undrafted, mm. understandably. Didn't really get much playing time. He only played in the last preseason game. But am I, look, and maybe this is why I'm not an NFL coach. I'm like, look, we already know Drew Stan's garbage. And you already have Tyrod Taylor as your starter and mm. Baker Mayfield, who is going to be the future. Why don't you just keep this undrafted rookie on the team, work with him, and then you can maybe move him, or you never know. What if he ends up becoming a really good quarterback? What if he ends up becoming Tony Romo? Aaron Rodgers. Just somebody sat on the bench and just learned. You know what I'm saying? I say Tony Romo because of the undrafted undrafted status. I got you. But, you know, I see what you're saying. Because we already we already know Drew Stan's not good. He's a career backup, and you already have your backup already. So what? But anyways, maybe that's why I'm not an NFL coach. Notable other notable cuts: Joe Callahan was cut by quarterback was cut by the Eagles. Uh, Braxton Miller, the wide receiver, cut by the Texans. Somebody got cut by the Broncos. Uh, one of the quarterbacks. Oh, uh, Paxton, Paxton Lynch. Lynch. Who was, a first round, who was a first-round draft pick a just two ago. seasons ago. Yeah. Coney Ely from the Dallas Cowboys. Running back Joe Williams from the 49ers. Um, Michael Floyd, wide receiver, cut by the Saints. Other wide receiver, Brandon Tate, by the Saints. Corey Coleman, wide receiver, by the Bills. Uh, Roberta Aguirre, the kicker, was cut by the Chargers. Remember, he was a killer in college like amazing got to the pros and just sucked could not could not hit anything like for him it was just straight confidence yeah because how because he missed like all of his field goals in a preseason i think or like something he missed he missed more field goals in the preseason than he did all his college career (laughs) in one preseason game it's ridiculous he had missed more than his college because he missed like he was like over four something wild yeah but yeah, I don't know. He just couldn't. But that happens sometimes with kickers; like they can't kick in the pros. They get the yips. <laughs> they get the yips. The yips. Uh, Mike Gillisley, running back, was cut by the Patriots. I think he signed with the Saints. I want to say uh, the Ravens cut Brashard Bush, Perryman. That dude is trash. Like he was supposed to be good. He was like he was a high draft pick too. Very high draft pick. But uh, that dude was. Bashar Pyramid some trash. Put some respect on my name. But um any other notable one I'm looking at uh Kenyon Barner was cut by the Panthers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Other notable um Landry Jones was cut by the Steelers. 
And okay. we, we and I guess what's his name? Is it Josh Dobbs? He's, He's gonna the be the third there. quarterback. Uh he was out of uh Tennessee. Remember the quarterback out of Tennessee? Because they already they drafted Mason Rudolph. Mm. So you have yeah, so Landry Jones. Remember when Landry Jones? Remember when uh what's his name? Katy Perry was trying to holler at Landry <laughs> Jones when he was at Oklahoma? At, that's hilarious. Nah, life comes at you fast. Now he got cut. <laughs> he looked okay when he was in some of the games, right? He wasn't terrible. Career backup. True. <laughs> that's, True. That's all it is. He's about to be in the league again. Man. He's straight. <laughs> Career backup. Somebody got to take Drew Henson's spot when he's like retired or something. <laughs> True. Not I, Drew Henson. Not Drew Henson. <laughs> Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton. Him too. Drew Henson. Somebody <laughs> Drew else. Drew Henson is definitely someone who all, was just another career backup. <laughs> who was holding? Who was he holding behind? He was holding Tony Romo up. Romo could have started before him. Way before him. <laughs> he was a pitcher. He was like baseball or something. A pitcher. And yeah, I, at time, your Cowboys. At times I hate Jerry Jones. <laughs> I, at times I hate him. Don't be rude. <laughs> but yeah, um, other NFL news. Le'Veon Bell, and, and it is we're recording Wednesday, September back? the fifth. And it is 1.26 p.m. Um, as of now, he has not reported to Steelers camp. It's not good. Um, his boy, one of the Pouncey brothers, whatever one plays, and it's either Marcus or Marquise, whatever one plays. They need to link up and get on the same team somehow. I thought they played the same position, though. They can figure something no, out. No, they don't. They don't play nah, the same. No, I thought they both play center. I don't know. They can, one of them can play guard. Somebody played. Yeah, because I think they played together. Somehow, what, one of them. They went like, to high school or like some together. type of something together. Yeah, they, I don't know. But yeah, they. They could figure it out. Either way, one of the Pouncy brothers uh-huh. that, that plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, for those that are going to criticize us for not knowing the names, you'll be surprised how many uh, NFL insiders don't know they players' names. They wear helmets. Nobody gets to see their faces. Perfect. But. Um, yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, Le'Veon's coming Wednesday. And, Wrong. And it's Wednesday. Wrong. Still not here. Um, do you think he's going to hold out at least this week? No. You think no, okay, hold on. When 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 does, like, the – it ends Friday? I mean, he could, sh- he could show up. He's not going to show up, like – at kickoff and with a jersey on and be ready. He could be he could show up before then. Last season he showed up on like a Thursday the Thursday, I think. Okay. I think it was last season. He, he got a couple like, he got a couple more days. Yeah, I think And it's still on only one thirty. Like my man could have had a late night the night before. Um But yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. He really could just be fed up and like, look, I'm trying to work, look out for myself. Um he would have to report by week ten to uh, qualify as a year of service and to then, of course, recoup the rest of the franchise tag tender. Pretty much, he's getting paid $14 million this season. Um, so $14 million divided by 16 games, you know, roughly 900000 or something sure. like that. it's I a guess. lot. Uh, I can't, you know, I'm not doing the math right now. Jeremy is not head. a mathematician. I mean, I am good at math, but I just don't feel like calculating Jeremy is right decent now. at math. It's so disrespectful for you to say something like that. I don't know how you could say that about me. You know, <laughs> you're I'm, a good speller. I, I am a pretty good speller. <laughs> I must say, I must say, I'm a pretty good speller. 
uh, of like common words. Not don't give me no, you know. <laughs> Jeremy not on ESPN. Yeah, I'm not words. on Scripps uh, <laughs> National Spelling Bee. But yeah, the common like people words that people say in everyday vernacular. I can I can definitely do that one. Anyways, so Le'Veon Bell. I don't know what's gonna happen. I really don't know what's gonna happen with Le'Veon Bell. Um, I'm hoping that for his sake he shows up and plays for his sake um and not not just plays shows up so he could he's gonna ball if Le'Veon look when he's on the field he's ridiculous it's just tricky to get him on the field sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of work yeah Colin Kaepernick in the hey, news out here ganged up super heavy Colin Kaepernick is heading the 30th year of the just do it campaign from nike he's also received an endorsement deal from nike so he's gonna have product line shirts or clothes shoes and other apparel this is like nike's most like iconic like uh like signature phrase yeah you know what i'm saying just do it campaign it's huge um there are some people who are angry about that it's a lot of people that are angry about it uh typically uh white males they're the ones angry about yeah. this and those who didn't support Kaepernick or didn't even like anything. You don't have to necessarily support but those who specifically did not like what Kaepernick was doing during his uh, national anthem stance. Oh, they're livid. Uh, you have people burning Nike products. Burning their shoes with their feet still in them. Yeah. Uh, Just foolishness. <laughs> that should be a new like idiom. No, no, blood. Like cutting your nose despite your face. Exactly. Burning Shooting your, yourself in the foot. Burn, burning your Nikes while your feet are. It's crazy. <laughs> we You're, should we should coin that. Jeremy, coin it. We need to go to the call it Clay. Hold us down. Y- yeah, Clay, bro. Hold us down. <laughs> You're our lawyer reality, it up. Uh, lawyer it up, bro. Legal analyst. <laughs> so make sure you uh, lock that down. You know, burning your Nikes. Why your feet are in them. Yeah, so you That's have that crazy. happening. Donald Trump's chiming in, talking about Nike's going to take a hit. Do you know how much money Nike generated from publicity just in one day after announcing this? I do not, Jeremy. How much was it? $44 million. That's a lot of millions of dollars. $44 million. It's pretty good. Then you had Clay Travis, who is a... Ter- Look. Clay Travis? Do you know Clay Travis? No, who's that? On uh, Fox Sports... He's one of the morning uh, Fox Sports radio hosts. Very controversial. You know, he's almost like a Rush Limbaugh type, but for sports. He was like, up, you know, Nike stocks are down $2 a share. Oh, is this the dude that I saw yesterday? What what type of show is he on? Is he on like a panel show? Nah, it's just a radio show. Or maybe he's on a panel. He's not, okay, all right, but. Um, Yeah, so he's real controversial. Well, Keith Oberman was like, yeah, Nike's down $2, but Adidas is down $1.50. True. And Reebok is down. And Puma was too. (laughs) Like, all the shoe companies took a hit yesterday. So he was just like, yeah, he was like, stick. And that's what Keith Oberman was like, stick to sports. He was like, because obviously you just, you don't know, like, their stocks are just all down anyway. It's hilarious when people tell, like, somebody to stick to whatever they're doing. (laughs) Uh, It just brightens my day sometimes. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, so so that happened. Also, something that it was reported, I would say it was reported, but because of the news of Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack, and then of course the Nike uh, ad campaign and endorsement with Colin Kaepernick. Did you know Colin Kaepernick at least won the um, summary fra- phase of his uh, collusion case? 
What? No. So pretty much the judge ruled that there's enough evidence Bro. that Kaepernick is bringing up that, that they will they will further the process of the collusion uh trial. I mean, duh, what? I mean, we Every, knew that, but everyone knows this. I mean, we knew that, but obviously you need to actually show proof. I'm just so worried. Like this is the only thing I'm worried about. This is because it's something that like it feels like everybody knows. Like these things don't do they ever end well? Or are people like upset? You know, like one way or the other people are going to be upset. Uh-huh. But it's normally like, you know, like it doesn't normally go like as predicted most times. So like I hope that it just goes in Colin's favor and that will be dope. That there's enough evidence and that he wins this case. Cuz everybody can see that that is just they colluded against my man. And there's reports that uh other GMs and owners actually were chiming in. So it I, seems d- like I, duh, yeah, what oh, you can't tell me that there's that the there's there's there are NFL teams that had terrible quarterbacks last year. Colin Kaepernick has been better than Blake Bortles his entire career. <laughs> Blake Bortles just gets to, gets to start while Colin Kaepernick is a free agent. There's no way that people were like, "Yo, you can't pick him up." They had to like they were in cahoots. So um So yeah, so he uh, Kaepernick won his summary phase of the collusion trial. Um the NFL had appealed and was like he didn't have enough and the judge ruled and said nope actually has enough he has enough and this, pretty much the judge is saying I see smoke that you, you so know what they going, say about smoke he's like I see smoke so I'm going to see if there's a fire or if it's something else so you know good luck with Colin Kaepernick uh, for many of those who are listening right now um, yes we, we are in support of Colin Kaepernick right. and, and everything I'm that glad Nike did something good instead of just take my money all the time now let, let me say this about Nike and all you clowns out there who are sitting out talking about oh I'm about to buy Nikes now because of Colin Kaepernick. Um, y'all were the same ones that were like I ain't buying Jordans because Michael Jordan invests in private prisons even though that's totally that unproven. Cannot prove it. <laughs> totally unproven. So I'm hearing a lot of people like yeah I'm about to I'm like oh so you're about to support the company that supports Michael Jordan because you know you know all of these people under Nike get money from everyone else i mean and it's not even like we're talking about people like under nike this is michael jordan like this is just like he is he is nike <laughs> like that is that, that is, is who put them on the map bro like that's that's it but it is, is him and they're, they're they're the same person they're entertained it's ridiculous so i just laugh at all these people who are like i i will never buy a pair of jordans and then you're talking about oh but i'm about to buy these nikes and I'm like, you know, there's still, yes, it's not a pair of Jordans. I understand that. But it's, Nike, it's still though. going to Nike, which is going to help Michael Jordan. It's Nike. So, yeah. As long as Nike, if Nike is popping, Jordan is popping. Perfect. So, for all you fake Woken uh, hoteps out there. <laughs> Jeremy is breaking it. Uh-oh. The hotline is blinging. What were we about to say? Oh, no. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, the hotline Jeremy's phone going on. Going crazy. <laughs> um... Let's predict these uh, week one matchups. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. That'll be good. Week one is upon us. You know what? I'm going to be be honest. Remember a few episodes ago, I was like, I'm not really excited about 
the NFL season because of all the things that was going on, not just around the league, but also with my favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. They're out here messing up. I was like, you know what? I don't know if I, like I'm. This is the least excited I've been for a. Imagine if you were a Vikings fan, though, how excited you would be for this Super Bowl run that's about to happen. <laughs> Who's your quarterback? It's not important. It's not it's not important. Terrible quarterbacks constantly go to the Super Bowl. Shout out to Matt Ryan. Hatch, Everybody Ryan. else is terrible that gets to go to the Super Bowl. The Kirk Cousins could be as good as Matt Ryan. <laughs> um breaking news, uh Earl Thomas reported to camp. So who's camp? To the Seahawks. Okay. And uh, other news, uh, the Cowboys actually offered a second-round draft pick for him, and Seattle turned it down. I mean, that's not that surprising. Seattle not really trying to get rid of Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas is trying to leave Seattle. <laughs> it's the- but they're not trying to pay him either, probably. I know. Why I would you try to pay somebody that you don't have to pay? That's true. Like, I, I can see it, but like Earl Thomas, I mean, he's at, he was pulling a Le'Veon, except he just came to camp a little earlier. Like, when Le'Veon comes to camp in three hours, it's the same thing. So, let's predict these games. Uh, let's just predict winners. I don't have the spread right now. You just want to pick, predict winners. Is yeah. that what we want to do for the rest of the year? Let's just do, let's, let's do, do it do for this week, and then next week we'll maybe have the spread up. All right. So, um, Falcons up visiting the defending champs, the Philadelphia Eagles. That's the one tomorrow? Yeah. Who's winning? Uh... I think Falcons. About right, how about them. are you are you going to keep track of this? What do you mean? You want to keep track? Oh, the the, the matchups. Yeah, what we're about to say. No, you should definitely write this. down. I should write this down. Absolutely, you're way more organized than me. Jeremy. Way more. I'm. I'm uh, I want. Can you say, say Can you anything, say that again, Jeremy? Like I, you could record. You're recording this. What? Say, no, but say yeah. It again. Way more organized than Matthew. Are you about to send this to Rosie? Perfect. She don't think you're organized. Perfect. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Look, I called that one off the, off the top. Perfect. I knew it. Perfect. <laughs> Jerry's I'm, I'm definitely about to. Jerry doesn't know what to do with himself. I, He's so I, happy. For those that I, that can't see us, I was shaking my head the whole time. Notice I never said yes. I did not confirm or deny, but I was shaking my head. So uh, I will play this clip for He's my not, wife. That is hilarious. <laughs> so you want me to keep this down? All right. So let me let me uh, absolutely open, let me open this up. So uh, let's do uh, Matt. We gotta have. We gotta get some like type of a Chick Fil A gift card or something for the. Uh, Maybe the we need winner. to change it up because I keep on losing. When it's a Chick Fil A, that's what. Okay. Chick Fil A gift. Oh, card. was it? We could do like a Lido's gift card. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe we should do that. So, um, Eagles hosting the Falcons. Falcons. So yeah, Falcons at Eagles. Who do you have? Uh, Falcons. All right, all right. I'm also going with the Falcons. I I feel like the Eagles, they're not. They're not at full strength yet. Yeah, they're not at full strength, and they'll be emotional. They'll end up winning, and they need and their all that. But um, I I don't think that they're gonna win this game. Uh, Titans at the Dolphins. Who do you have? Uh, Titans. I think it'll be a close game though, but I think Titans win. I agree with you also. Titans will end up uh, being the Dolphins. I have no faith in the Dolphins, to be honest. I have a little bit of faith in their 
offense. I like Tannehill a little bit. I was, I'm always sad when he gets hurt. Tannehill's not good. I'm he's not. He's better than like. He's not the best, but he is not like Blake Bortles and like what I like Blake Bortles tier quarterbacks. Uh-huh. Like he's not whoever whoever the quarterback in Denver is. He's better than them. He's better than Case Keenum. I mean, probably. Like I, other than last year when Case Keenum was balling with the Vikings, because you know that's just a great organization to play football for. Like Case Keenum never really did too much. That's true. That's true. That is very true. All right, so next matchup. Um, 49ers at Vikings. Oh, Vikings. I knew you were going to pick the Vikings. There's no... Uh, Jimmy G, I'm not going to say he's about to get exposed, but like he gets a really good... Like This is a test. Like This is a big test. Like Week one, starting against a good defense on the road. I, I agree with you too. It'll be it'll be a very it'll be an interesting matchup. It's a big test. It will be very, very interesting. All right, uh, Texans at the Giants. I mean, at the Patriots. Sorry, Texans uh, at the Patriots. I'm gonna take the Texans. Woo! I'm gonna take the Texans. I think what is it, Deshaun Watson, before injury. Was looking like the second coming. I think they're going to go to New England and they're going to beat them because it's not cold in New England, New England yet. So, you know. So I did the whole woo, but I also believe the same thing. See? I think Texas is going to end up winning this matchup. If, it, if look, if this was Week Twelve or something like that, I think you know it's harder to win in New England when it's cold outside. Well, remember, um, Texans almost beat them last year. Yeah. And it was a lot of fluke things that happened that allowed the Patriots to end up winning that matchup. I feel like week one, especially with all the drama that's been happening, Edelman not there. Suspension. Uh, with his suspension. Didn't get Des Bryant. Mm-hmm. They got a whole bunch of stuff going wrong with them. So, yeah, I, I do believe the uh, Texans going to end up winning. Uh, Bucks at Saints. Uh, Saints about to blow these guys out. It's not going to even be close. I'm also going with the Saints. Stop picking the teams. I'm picking Jeremy. So, so far, we are agreement on everything so far. Jags at Giants. The the Jags are going to win. I agree with you, too. I think the Jags are going to win. Odell, that that is the matchup I want to see. Jalen Ramsey and Odell Beckham. This is like... Fire and nice. It's gonna be great. This is the I think the first time. Yeah, the first time they've matched up because he was J- hurt all last year, right? Well, J- Jalen Rose was. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's only been in the league three. Well, this is the third, third season, year, yeah. and the last time the Giants played the Jaguars was four seasons ago. So this is this will be great. This one it's gonna be pretty good. Uh, Bengals at Colts. Colts. This is the very first uh, disagree. The Bengals? I'm thinking the Bengals going to win. Um, I think AJ Green is going to have a monster game against mm, that trash terrible defense. secondary. It's not a good defense. That, that is back there. Um, Steelers at Browns. Uh, uh, Steelers should win. With or without Le'Veon, they should still win. You said Steelers? Oh, absolutely. 
Upset special right here. Browns will win the first game of the season. There's just a lot of drama going on with Le'Veon Bell. Is he going to show up? So I'm going with the Browns. They're going to win. Upset special. Lock it right here. Jeremy is a, what is it? A closeted uh, Baker Mayfield fan? And it's just been confirmed. Oh, Baker's starting? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't think he's going to start. He shouldn't start. He might come in the game at some point, but yeah, I was about to say he's starting somewhere. Um, Bills at Ravens. Who Ooh. who do you got? I think the Bills will win. You think the Bills gonna win? All right. Um, the Bills will win with uh, starting quarterback Nate Peterman. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, Shady's confirmed to play the first week so Shady is win. confirmed uh, but I'm going with the Ravens alright uh, that defense is always good um, they seem to even get Jimmy, better Jimmy Smith suspended Jimmy Smith is suspended for four games um, but I do believe that the Ravens will end up winning that game Chiefs at Chargers who do you got I think the Chargers will win that one yeah, I think Antonio Gates might actually score a touchdown this week. Oh, yeah. Antonio Gates signed with the Chargers again, so he's back home. Just missed training camp. That's pretty much what it is. He's I'm, not trying to go. He's been there before. He's been there for like 10 years in a row. <laughs> he's good. I'm also going with uh, with the Chargers. Redskins at Cardinals. Who do you have? Oh, Redskins. Redskins got to do it. Yeah, Redskins win this one. Uh, Sam Bradford is garbage. I'm sorry. He's garbage. One of the most accurate passing quarterbacks of all time. Now, if they somehow feed David Johnson and he just gets everything, then they have a chance. He might get the ball 30 times. Then they definitely could happen. have a chance. Uh, Cowboys at Panthers. Who do you have? Cowboys? That's a tough one, Jeremy. That's a tough one. Y'all got a tough game (laughs) on I think the Cowboys can beat the. I think the Cowboys are gonna win. Wow, you have more faith in my favorite team. It's gonna be here. close though. Is look, it's a close. That's gonna be a close game. You have more faith in. Uh, you don't think the Cowboys can no, do it? I have look with Trevor Frederick down, um, with Zach Martin still iffy, um, and our wide receivers. They're trash. Like collectively, and if they prove collectively me, trash, if they prove me wrong, I will be happy because that means obviously our team plays well. But they're not good. Like I do like Michael Gallup, but we'll see. It's on the spread is on that Carolina only. Uh, what is it? Negative two, two point two and a half. I I have no faith in them. Like, no <laughs> faith. That means they think it's gonna be a close game. I have no faith in the Cowboys this year, and this will be the year they end up making some noise. Uh, Seahawks at Broncos. Seahawks at Broncos. I think. Oh, Seahawks. What? I'm also going with the Seahawks. Broncos um, are. Broncos aren't that good. Their quarterback situation is not the best, and they also um, their defense isn't as good as it used to be. So we're gonna see how that goes. Bears at Packers. Uh, Packers by a lot. I agree with you also. 
Bear um, Packers will end up winning that matchup. Now it's going to be very interesting to see that uh, Bears defense, and I know Khalil Mack is just joining, but he is still one of the best defensive players in the game. And they have a lot um, of other good. And they already have a lot of other good defensive players. They have to. So I think uh, I think that that's going to be pretty good. I think it's going to be pretty good. Um, Jets at Lions. Sam Darnold's the starting quarterback for the Jets. He said he found out from his parents. The, that he was a, which I think is a damn lie. No. Yeah, I think Todd Bowles told him already and gave him a heads up. Yeah. The the line, <laughs> the Lions should beat the Jets. Yeah, I'm, especially I'm if their starting quarterback is not like you know is he he's getting information from his parents about his uh starting position. <laughs> That's there's true. no way, there's no way the quarterback was the the coaches was like yo you're starting on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then uh Rams at Raiders. The Rams are going to win. I'm going with the Rams. Rams are definitely going to win. So uh, we haven't had too many uh, differences this week. I think it was only two or three that we've had. But those are our our pick-ems this week. So make sure uh, we'll be keeping score of this all season. And we will announce the winner at the end of the year. Um, I think we have enough time. Let's uh, just quickly go through the first round of our family draft that we had this week matt first round yeah let's just go through the first round picks of that draft uh let me open it up right now so i can see where a where we are all right so um my brother marlon had the very first pick he selected todd Gurley. marlon is mamba magic uh, his girlfriend, um, we're not gonna say her name. Uh, Beckett's Bayhive. The second got the second pick. She drafted Odell Beckham Jr. The juice is loose, which is me. Um, B plus name. Um, I, and I have a photo of uh, OJ in the courtroom putting on the on the gloves. So that's that's my that's my Abby. Uh, I I drafted Le'Veon Bell at number three. At number four, Johnson Family Reu- uh, Vacation, and he's probably gonna have to change his name. Uh, that's my brother Marcus. He drafted Ezekiel Elliott. Why is he going to change the name? Because he doesn't have David Johnson anymore, so he has to come up with a different name now. It's terrible. So it's going to have to come up with Zeke or Elliott something. That's He'll what figure he's gonna, it out. Yeah. He's very creative. He usually his first his first he names the team after his first round draft pick. Yeah. Uh, team grown man, which is uh, hey my man's, which is uh, Roman. Man's. Roman, he drafted Saquon Barkley, your a, greatest family member, um, and, top two. Uh, he and of, he's a Giants fan, so of course he drafted him fifth. It's actually not a bad pick, but yeah, see, I mean, you're just hating. I mean, just hating on my man's for no reason. Bend the knee, which is uh, out here cousin Andrea. She drafted David Johnson. She may have the best team in the league, though. Big fad. My cousin Thaddeus. Let's the just say, ball. let's just say, all of the us are upset. Ball. All of us are upset at him. He selected Aaron Rodgers as a, at his seventh pick. I will tell you why later. <laughs> why everyone's upset with him. Um, at number eight, RG three thousand, which is Rike, drafted Antonio Brown, the, the greatest wide receiver. Um, at number nine, Quintorius Cooks with Dez. That's Archie drafted Alvin Kamara. Uh, number 10, Team Bad News, which is Dean. Bad News Bears, sorry. Team Bad News Bears drafted Julio Jones. District name, District Made. My goodness, District Made. Jeremy, get it together. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling right now. It's because I'm like paying attention to multiple things. Doing so, way too much. District Made. At number 11, drafted DeAndre Hopkins. And you, Team Period. Out here. 
drafted Kareem Hunt uh, to wrap up the first round. Now, everyone's upset with uh, Team Big Fad because his very next pick was Tom Brady. He picked every quarterback. I was supposed to get one of these quarterbacks like later. That was my whole game plan. Come on, man. Like, personally threw a monkey wrench in there. I don't know what to do with myself. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? So, yeah, that's our uh, first round of our family draft. Each week, we will, uh, I guess, uh, recap the scores and who, who scored them out the most points. and Give out some stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have the legacy uh, rankings. I'm ranked third. You are ranked second in your first year, and it's all because you won. That's why you bump up. Obviously, hey, but yeah. Um, I think it has something to do with my dominant play. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll give you that. Uh, Rike is, is uh, number one. Is number one because she... Rike is always competitive. That's We're going to have to get like a... What is it? We need like a family t-shirt or something for coming into this family league. We'll Make see. that happen, Jeremy. We'll, we'll, we'll see how things Make that happen. I mean, I'm still waiting on ring sizes so I can actually get these championships. I don't know where you go to... like. How do people know what their ring size is? Uh, the jewelry store? Bruh, when There's was a, when, who goes to the jewelry store? I don't just go in the jewelry store like, let me go look at my ring size. Perfect. I mean. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do you it. You go to the mall, right? On occasion. I'm going to go look. I'm going to get it done just so I can like get my championship There's a ring. random kiosk somewhere that does <laughs> rings. Like, you don't even got to go to K Jewelers or anything. There's a random kiosk. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go get it. And then, you know, get my championship ring. All right, let's move on to our championship of the week. Every week we celebrate those who do well and we criticize those who do not. Starting with you, Matt, who is your champ of the week? Oh, champ of the week is it's Nike. They did, like a super, they did like a super great thing. Like stood up to the NFL because the NFL has kind of been like wilding for two years, I guess, maybe even longer than that. It's kind of Roger Goodell. I don't know. I think it all goes back to him. Like, he's just been uh, misusing his powers a lot. Like, and I don't know. It's just, it was nice to see, like, somebody kind of, like, stand up to the NFL and back Colin Kaepernick for what the injustices that the NFL has been doing to him. But it's good. So, you know, shout out to Nike. Um, I just find it, you know, it's real. Nike's doing what Nike just does like they're there to make money but they're also there oh, you know i mean they're they, they're there this make, was a business decision it was a business decision yeah. wasn't just all no, social they activism. didn't just do they they didn't do this for free yeah i mean like, obviously they they are down with kaepernick but yeah. they also are in it for money yeah. you know the nfl nike is the, the company that does the jerseys they could that put a real, colin kaepernick patch or an nfl jerseys that is real like that's genius. Like they're just like, look, we're gonna get your money. Who you gonna get your money? Like <laughs> everybody, I, they're, we, win, they're winning with both hands out. Just yeah. And when I say get the NFL's money, they're getting the NFL fan that buys a jersey. Yeah. Um, because obviously they pay the NFL to be on these jerseys. But yeah, they're gonna all these fans that are sitting there talking about. I ain't buying Nike shoes. So you're not about to buy no NFL apparel this whole season? Is that, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Is that so That's now, you, not, now you're not gonna support the team that you love, huh? Is that what you're trying to say? Like Nike Nike has literally everybody in like a swindle hold <laughs> and they're probably so happy about it. But that you know, they got people in a swindle hold for good, I guess. So you know. So uh my champ of the week goes to head coach 
Brian Kelly of the New Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Baby, He's my champ of the week because uh, both of those head coaches going into that game, uh, Jim Harbaugh and Brian Kelly, mm-hmm. they're kind of on hot seat. Like, they need to do something. They're at schools where you got to win at. And like, Brian Kelly, since that national title appearance, when Manti Teo was there, they've done really nothing. So it was a big home win under the lights. They did uh, it. They, on national television. They did what he was supposed to do. Highest rated national Irish game. I mean, national fighting, Irish game. <laughs> highest rated fighting Irish game in a very long time because obviously thing. it was Michigan they were going up against. And it was week one. Everybody was, was one. fiending for some football. So, yeah. So, um, Brian Kelly is my champ of the week. Who is your chump of the week? Uh, I think it's, it's big and rich. They're like. They're like a country duo. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if you saw yesterday, like on Twitter, the their sound manager, like cut off the tops of his Nike socks. And this is like holding around looking ridiculous. And yeah, he, and then big was just, go, or whoever it is. I don't know if it's big or rich or like what they are. I think, I guess they're like some type of country duo, Yeah, but they were just, you know, going on a, a internet Twitter tirade. <laughs> you, you know how those go, yeah, but yeah. it's just. Is just foolish. He was just upset about Nike doing another great Nike thing. Yeah, uh, they're they're like we said, cutting off your sh- burning your shoes, and your feet are in them. If you're lock us down, do Clay. It, lock us down. If you're gonna do it, like do it to some Nike apparel that you already haven't spent money on. You know what I'm saying? Like these are your socks. Like you got to go home with this top of your socks cut off now <laughs> and forever. Like these are your socks. Like you bought this already. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just people people just they don't make any sense. Like the way people get mad. It's very confusing. My chump of the week is Alabama head coach Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> he does not like to be questioned. So uh after they blew out Louisville, Maria Taylor, uh, talented um sideline reporter and journalist for ESPN. She asked the question, and I'm going to paraphrase. She was like, what did you see, you know, after this match, you know, after this game, pretty much what are the positive things that you see from both of your quarterbacks? For those that don't know, Nick Saban did not announce who his starting quarterback was going to be until the very last minute. It ended up being uh, Tua Tagovailoa, and uh, Jalen Hurts got in for a little bit. Uh, but Tagaviola dominated that game, played pretty well at 200 plus yards, two touchdowns, um, and a dominating win. So he, she asked, you know, what are the positive things that you've seen from your two quarterbacks? And she, he pretty much was like, "Y'all need to stop asking me this question because I'm, tired. I'm not, I'm not about to answer it." But it wasn't just he said that he was yelling at, like, pretty much at her, and was like, "I don't know why y'all keep on asking me this question." My man turned into a Drake song. <laughs> so. My thing is with Nick Saban, why are you shocked that the media is asking who's going to be your starting quarterback when you don't announce who's going to be your starting quarterback? And this Nick Saban, okay, coaches like Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, uh, Chip Kelly, um, who who else? Um, those are the ones that come to mind right now. To do what? These are the coaches who can never survive. Oh, Bobby Petrino. 
these are the coaches. Their coaching style and the way that they're like dictators over their program. This is why they can't succeed in the NFL. Oh, because you can't do that. You can't do that to grown men who are getting paid. Because grown men would just be like, man, F you. Like, oh, you're doing this? Okay, whatever. Like, you know I'm about to be here longer than you. And even in the league that is known for not for long, like, players still have power in the NFL. If you are good, like, no there's some there's some people on Alabama that are going to go to the pros. Yeah. Like, that's just a fact. You can't talk to some of those people that are going to be that good, like, at the next level like that. Like, you think, Aaron, what do you think the coaches say to Aaron Donald? Like, you can't, you can't just be, like, a dictator over them. Like, that, there's no possible way. Yeah, uh, they pretty much are like, oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Thank, yeah, thank, thank, right? thank you, Aaron. <laughs> like, those, those people that get those, the crazy contracts, like, they have power on the team now. So, uh, yeah, and that, that's the thing. You know, Nick Saban is that type of person, and that's why he didn't succeed in Miami. Bobby Petrino didn't succeed in um, Atlanta. Chip Kelly, too. I mean, he had some success in Philly, but in San Fran, nah, because the players are just like, nah, we're not going with what you want to do just because you think it's right, when obviously we've been pros forever. Like, so, yeah. And, and he also did it because it was a woman. Like, let's not let's not try and act like that didn't what? play a role into it. True, true, it was true. a woman, and not just a woman. I'm not saying Nick Saban's a racist, but subconsciously, you know, let's be real. Subconsciously, white men don't respect black women. Like, and we can go by statistics. We can go by desirability on dating uh, apps. They don't. They don't respect them. So... <laughs> So, yeah, so all, I'm not shocked that he had that reaction, especially with her. I don't think he would have reacted that way if it was Aaron Andrews that was that was doing that, asked him that question. I don't think he'll respond that way if it was a Holly Rowe or a, um, what's um, what's the uh, Rachel Nichols. But because it was young Maria Taylor, I mean, she's getting yelled at. Yeah. And yes, he apologized, but he didn't apologize nationally because he did this on national television. He called her and apologized, which I think is weak. And even during the press conference a couple days later, he mentioned that he apologized, but then he did a but. He said, yeah, I, I apologize to her, Can't but, and then kept on going. He didn't really care. So he, he is the chump of, or my chump of the week. Because you're a chump. Let's get into our reaction to our top 50 NBA players. Amazing list. Our list, I think, it was pretty good. Both of our lists, I think, is pretty good. Um, I got some people hitting me up talking about, you know, I made some mistakes or they didn't, uh, or they just didn't agree with everything. I can see that. Um, before we even get to that, let's. Uh, I do want to. I I made note of positions that we. Uh, that we had mm-hmm. and some of the differences that we had. I'm going to start from the bottom at number. You you have your list up. Oh, I can pull up real quick. Yeah. So at number 52, I had Walt Clyde Frazier. You said that where? At number 52. Where did you have Walt Clyde Frazier? Hold on one second. Walt Clyde Frazier was... He was 
37? And on your list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I had him at 52. All right, so uh, Steve Nash, I had him at 50. Where did you have him? 36. 36? Okay, I had Chris Paul at 49. What about you? Chris Paul had a 38. Okay. George Gervin, I had at 43. George Gervin, I had at 33. You had 33? For Iceman, yeah. Okay. Um... Carmelo Anthony, I had at 41. Melo had at 49. Okay, all right. Patrick Ewing, I had at 40. Patrick Ewing, I had at 34. Okay. Gary Payton, I had at 37. What about you? Gary Payton, I had at 45. Okay. Bob Pettit, I had at 33. Bob Pettit, I had at 41. Okay. Elvin Hayes, I had at 32. Elvin Hayes, I had at 50. Okay. John Havlicek. I had at 30. Have, I had Havlicek at 25. All right. Kevin Garnett, I had at 28. KG, I had at 20. Dirk Nowitzki, I had at 26. Oh, Dirk at 17. I had Dirk pretty high. Okay. Dwayne Wade, I had at 25. Dwayne Wade, I had at 26. Steph Curry, I had at 24. Steph Curry, I had... Where is Steph? I had at 32 okay. right now. John Stockton, I had at 22. John Stockton, I had at 27. All right. Jerry West, I had at 21. Jerry West, I had at 13. All right. Jason Kidd, I had 19. Jason Kidd, I had at 30. Charles Barkley, I had at 16. Barkley, I had at 23. Carl Malone, I had at 15. Carl Malone had at 18. All right, that wasn't too bad. Larry Bird, I know this is one Ooh, where we had a big one. I had Larry Bird at 11. You were wild. I had Larry Larry Legend at 9. can't believe he was out here disrespecting Larry. And I put that there. It's only two spots, but you obviously had him top 10. Top I 10. did not. Um, LeBron James, you where did you have him? Uh, LeBron at three. I had LeBron at five. And um, a lot of people hit me up like, how do you have LeBron at five? They should um, they should have ran up to you at your like your doorstep. I couldn't believe that. Five. Shout out to my man, Mike Edwards. Um, he was like, how do you have LeBron below Magic? There's no way. LeBron James is Magic Johnson on all of the steroids. Just everything. Bigger, better, faster, stronger. Look, everything. Every aspect of basketball. He's better than Magic Johnson is. So let me say this. Why I have LeBron there. And I also mentioned in last week's episode that LeBron has a chance to improve on this list. He can get the number one. He can very well get the number one. That is something I, I am admitting to He can to get this. to number one. He can get to number one by the end of his career. He had a certain things he has to do to get there. He might get, get past there. Kareem this year. But he can get there. But as of now, obviously they play different positions. Magic was a point guard. But LeBron plays a lot of points. Primary ball handler. Primary ball handler. Um, Magic can just set up his players better than LeBron Magic I guess so I think Magic honestly can rebound better than LeBron maybe 
Um, and I'm not. I don't even have the stats up right now. I'm just talking about eye test. Magic can just rebound better than LeBron. Maybe he might. But this is why I have Magic at third and LeBron at five. At some point, if you want me to consider you as the greatest of all times, you can't have excuses of, well, my team isn't as good. That's why I also had Will Chamberlain at number four. Because after a while, if you're as great as you are, you just got to win it by yourself. And I'm not saying on a team by yourself. I'm saying when no one else is playing well, even if they're good players, if they're not playing well, you got to be the reason you win. And that's why I also have Michael Jordan where he is. Because obviously, yes, he had Scottie Pippen. Never won by himself. He had Scottie Pippen. But let's be honest about this. If you go back and read news clippings and news article uh, articles in, in magazines and stuff, Michael Jordan was heavily criticized up until he won. Because they're like, look, if you want to be considered the great, like at some point you got to win. Like you can't have games, you can't have a game six in the playoffs where you at where you scored twelve points. That happened to Michael Jordan. This happened to LeBron. LeBron's had terrible playoff games, also. Yes. In the finals, terrible. Yes. Terrible. And that's one thing. That's why I have LeBron at number five. Like LeBron has had bad, not just single games, like bad series. And he's also three and six in the finals. At some look here, hold on. LeBron James has two thousand more rebounds than Magic Johnson had in his career right now. I didn't say the amount. I said just better. He has so and, many more. But he played this is year fifty. He's about to go to year sixteen. Okay. So that of course be. he's gonna have two thousand more. So when when, when like when and I'm not. Even, I'm just talking about the talent of rebounding. Okay. I'm not saying who because obviously. LeBron scores more than the Magic. Mag- so many more. Like, like Magic, what? Average 19 points? 19 and a half points, yeah, 7 rebounds, like, 11 assists. How, how many rebounds? 7.2. Okay. And what's LeBron? Like 8? LeBron rebounding average is 7.4. So 7.2, 7.4, and Magic played with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. That's true. Also grabbing these rebounds. Very dominant rebounder. <laughs> so they're getting the same amount of rebounds. Very dominant rebounder. He also, there's another thing with Magic. There's the eye test with Magic. I saw games where Magic took over and scored. LeBron has definitely done that all He's done that a lot. At a high, like, w- way higher rate. But but the point I'm bringing is, is that Magic easily could just score more points if he wanted to. Probably. Maybe. And, and, the, and the difference is a lot higher than the difference that LeBron would have. Like, let's say if LeBron wants to be a scorer, what, what's LeBron's career average scoring right now? Like, 27? Might not be that. Uh, 27.2. 27.2. Mm-hmm. All right, if LeBron really wanted to, all right, he could probably average 29.30. He could probably kick it up a little bit higher than So that. If LeBron had to just gun, he could probably kick it to 35. Like, next, next year he's not... Next year, he's got to carry a lot of I the think, scoring load. I, I don't. I think you're underestimating how much a difference of eight points is. In it's a career lot. Average. He, but LeBron right now averages ten more points than a no, not ten. Eight points is a ton. It's a ton. But what I'm saying is, Magic, if he really just wanted to be a scorer, his he can probably get up to like 25, 26. 
meaning a six-point difference. Probably, but then something would take a hit. He's not rebounding, or he's not passing at the same rate then. Interesting point. Like, something is going to take a hit. That's a, that's a good point that you bring up. That's a, that's a good, that's a fair point. But, like, LeBron is just doing, he's doing it all. But, yeah, but back back to why I have, like I said, why I have LeBron at number five. Jeremy hates LeBron. <laughs> secretly, one, secretly. One of my favorite players. I just Him tell and Baker Mayfield. <laughs> now, that one is, that one's false. But, um, yeah, the like I said, and at some point, if you want me to consider you the greatest, like you just gotta win. You can't be three and six and then putting it all on your teammates. Does LeBron put it all on his teammates, or does the media put it all on his teammates? Uh, I think LeBron does put it on his teammates because when things always just, oh, I gotta leave, I gotta go, he do be out. He's all look. The and thing, I, look, the look, thing look. I think is uh, like that's fair. I think a lot of it is LeBron is a. He gets way too much power and control over the team that is put around him when he shouldn't. He's obviously not the best general manager. People don't tell LeBron James no when it comes to basketball decisions that are detrimental to the team. They should fix that. Like, that's not LeBron's fault that you give him this much power. That is a fair point. He should not be player GM. Like, That, that should not ever be a thing. That is a fair point that you bring up. It is not LeBron's fault that he's given that power. He's given way too much power. You shouldn't be able to do that on a team. Like you shouldn't be able to be like, "Yo, I need Mike Miller, Tristan Thompson, and J.R. Smith to make a lot of money so they can stay around." Nah, dog, they're not good for the team. We cannot pay these dudes. We cannot pay Tristan Thompson fifty-eight million dollars for three years because he's a bum. And then we're not going to have any cap flexibility. Somebody got to say no to LeBron. And that then, doesn't happen. And then when things go wrong, you're just out. <laughs> Going to L.A. I like Lonzo there on the rookie contracts. Lakers about to have $40 million in cap room next year. I'm going to L.A. I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. Luol Deng. Was he totally bought out? Or was mm, it just... Stretched it. They stretched they it. Stretched and they it. cut some of the money. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, they, they freed up like $8 million. It's for next year, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they got the crazy cap space. They can almost do two max deals next year. Back out here. Ganged up. I wish they would just actually play Luol Deng. He, I don't know. Look, when he played the whole for a thing, little bit, he was terrible. He was bad. He was not good, like, at all. He can't move anymore. Thibodeau ruined him. <laughs> but he just got to rest for two whole years, so he might I'm be saying, like, he, he, he just literally uh, wasn't playing because they were always trying to move him. He like he had one of the worst contracts in the history. Then There's a lot of bad contracts in the NBA. Lou Aldang's is terrible. And it wasn't even a lot. A lot It just was bad for the team. There is... It didn't make any sense. But back to, like I said, and that's why I have LeBron at five. Now, if I'm saying you are the fifth greatest basketball player ever, like, is that disrespectful? I don't know about disrespectful, but he's high. He, look, LeBron is high on the list. And I didn't even like LeBron that much, but I came around. You definitely did it in the early ridiculous. years. In the early years, you definitely did it. I did not like LeBron, but he's ridiculous. Uh, so let me say this to you all. Um, Matt was liking him before... LA came up, so I'll give you that. Oh no, no, it no, wasn't. No. It wasn't like now. Nah. It, it was like the last like two or three years I became like a LeBron James fan. Yeah. But I'm glad he's a Laker. But like I also, I also would have been glad if the Lakers could have kept Larry Nance Jr. and Jordan Clarkson. Uh-huh. That would have been fun to watch. Also, but we got LeBron, so that's cool too. So, uh, so that's why I have LeBron at number at number five. Uh, shout out to my our man, our boy LJ. Out here, he he. He's a LeBron fan. He likes LeBron. He loves LeBron. My man, not only did he say 
Number five is too low. That is kind of low. He said LeBron should be number one. Number one is, look, number one is up there. That's pretty high. He said number one. Barber thinks LeBron number one, too. Also, Jay Butter. Jay Butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greatest, one, the greatest basketball playing barber of all time. So let me uh, quickly open this up. Um, I posted it on Facebook. And, of course, some of the number is going to be the deficit that LeBron has isn't going to be as great because obviously he played a little bit after this post because this post actually came out like last year, but it is not enough for, let me just go through some of these. And and not only is it a post um, that I saw on Facebook, I went back and I looked at like everything this guy was saying and he was definitely right. Like what did he say? He was definitely right. Um, now, this was uh, after LeBron's 14th season, so it doesn't account anything that happened in year 15. Um, after 14 seasons, Michael Jordan has three more rings, three more finals MVPs, one more defensive player of the year, one more season MVP, regular season MVP, nine more scoring titles, three more steel leaders, three more all-defensive team selections, 4,000 more points. Um, he does say that LeBron obviously moved them in playoff points, but overall points, 4,000 more points. So this is all year 14 versus year 14. Mm. 800 more steals. Uh, Michael Jordan beat 2050 win plus teams in the playoffs. LeBron, 10. It's way less. Jordan never averaged less than 40% in um field goal in the playoff in the finals sorry lebron did that twice he mentioned six for six but six for six for me is not i mean it's not the deciding factor no no i'm not gonna tell you that like bill russell is 11 for 12 i don't have bill russell as the greatest basketball player very good though <laughs> extremely good rebounder i don't agree with this point but I'm going to state it. He said LeBron had more offensive help. I don't believe that. I believe Jordan with Scottie Pippen. But um, He had a lot of offensive help in Miami. Yeah. But I, I still believe offensively Michael. But I'm going to keep on. I'm going to say this again. Um, in the 97 playoff run, Scottie Pippen averaged 19 points per game on 42% shooting. All other teammates of Jordan averaged under 8 points per game. It's very low. And he, he also says Kyrie averaged 28 points and D-Way averaged 26 points. They were hooping. The NBA was made a little bit different. It was a little different. It's so, different a little bit. So that one, I'll Especially give you Especially for like guards comparing to like a swing, uh, a stretch, or a string uh, wing player. It's a little different. So I'll say this also. He said MJ never ever had a finals meltdown like LeBron did against the Cavs. I mean against the Mavs. Okay, I don't totally penalize him that much, but that's something. What about the what? What does it say anything about what happened to him against the Spurs? Which one? When they uh, when the Spurs blew the doors off of him. Oh yeah, LeBron didn't play well, or he didn't play well enough. I wouldn't it's say true. he didn't play well. He didn't play well enough. Uh, Michael Jordan in the playoffs has put up at least forty points per game, five rebounds per game, five assists per game in six different playoff series. 
along with an average of 55% shooting, three steals per game, and two blocks per game. Okay, did this in 80, is very good. Did this in 86 against the the Celtics, which, honestly, the 86 Celtics might be the best NBA team ever. Not I, I'm, I, I don't know about that. I think they're better than 72 and 10 Bulls and 73 and 9 Warriors. Maybe. They're the only team to go 41 and... No, 40 and 1 at home. That's crazy. The 89 Cavs, competitive. 90 Philly. Of course, 92 Miami Heat, nah, whatever. But the 93 Phoenix Suns team, which had MVP Charles Barkley mm-hmm. and Dan Marley and KJ. And the 88 Cavs. And Jordan won every one of those matchups except the 86 matchup against the Celtics. In 88 to 89, average 32 points a game, eight eight assists, eight rebounds, six I mean three steals on 54% shooting. LeBron's never come close to any of those stat lines. Nope, 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 never ever. In 87, can't shoot like this. 87 to 92, MJ averaged five straight seasons of 51% shooting. LeBron has never done that. Jordan's lowest field uh, free throw percentage was 78. LeBron, his highest is 78. And the free throw, we know LeBron's scared at the free throw line not like in pressure situations. MJ has a higher playoff field goal percentage at 48.7. Nah, that, okay, that's the same. 48.7 versus 48.3. We're, we're nitpicking there, so I'll give you that one. Nitpicking right there. MJ has the highest playoff player officiation, efficiency rating of... 28.6 super high MJ shoots a higher playoff three point percentage LeBron has scored 30 points 416 times in 1117 games Michael Jordan did that 562 times in 1072 games so did it 100 Plus, more times in less games. No one's ever going to talk about Michael Jordan not being a better scorer than LeBron James. Okay, talk about that. Uh, MJ, more career blocks. Like, what's his assist numbers like? I I stated that earlier in one of his on one of the um. So I got to go back and look. LeBron got the crazy assist totals. Look it up right now. Just look up Jordan assist. I mean, it's probably a difference of two or three. But if you want me to sway the conversation from LeBron, Michael to LeBron. LeBron has just from the assist are crazy. Like, it's a lot. It's him being the number one ball handler and also being the number one assist leader on most of the teams he's ever been on. Like, that's a lot. His assist numbers are not, like, super crazy, but, like, Michael Jordan has more career blocks. Definitely. Or Not at only. the time, for when you compare year 14 to year 14. Mm. Obviously, LeBron played this more past 15, and now it's going to 16. So and it's going to keep more. going. It's going to go. But you got to take in the, the amount of time as a context no, also. Look, it counts for something, but you also got to take in that he's still doing it at this high level, at this advance of that age. That is true. That is true. But a lot of these numbers also take a dip on Jordan with those two wizard seasons. No, no doubt about it. Look, and if LeBron, look, let's say LeBron's numbers start to dip with the Lakers. 
Like, you got to take that into consideration, yeah, too. Yeah. Let's say they don't, though. I don't know. So, this list is still going on. Like, I, I but it's I'm a whole just, bunch of crazy numbers on there. And sure. I looked up all of them. Michael they Jordan, right. very, very good. So, LJ, that is why I have, and for everyone else that doesn't, that's why I have MJ number one. Michael Jordan, very, very good. Crazy, crazy offensive numbers. Crazy defensive numbers. Crazy NBA numbers. Just ridiculous. Um, before we wrap up our reaction um, portion of this, where did you have uh, Allen Iverson again? Oh, Allen Iverson was super high on my list. Maybe should have been higher. Iverson was 19. I had him 20. So we yeah. were right, kind of like right In there. the top 20. Could have been higher, maybe. I don't know. Iverson was ridiculous. I know another thing someone brought up I had where I had Oscar Robinson at 12. And, I had Oscar Robinson at 12. And as I went back and I looked at this list... There's a chance I could put him higher. I mean, now that I've gone back, so I give a shout out to m- to my man uh, Mike Edwards because he brought up some some fair points. And now that I go back and look, yeah, I could possibly move him up. Um, but honestly, who I think will take a dip is Larry Bird. See, you're just and I like Larry Bird. I it like doesn't him. seem like you do. <laughs> I like it. It doesn't seem <laughs> but, like you do, Jeremy. But yeah, um, you keep not, you're about to have Larry Bird outside like the top fifteen. <laughs> like what is going on? Like it's gonna be disrespectful if I do, but it's th- ridiculous. I, I think at the I think I could just be like, look, I could switch spots. That's Bruh. something I could. But then that's Larry, Larry Bird, Bird dropping is, to twelve. Larry Bird is ridiculous. Very ridiculous. It's just who I have ahead of him is. They're good. Like who? Okay, so this is who I have ahead of Larry Bird right now: Kobe, Shaq, Hakeem. Tim Duncan, Bill Russell, LeBron, Will Chamberlain, Magic Johnson, yeah. Cream, Abdul Jabbar, Michael Jordan. Like, good. who am I about to take out this list? I don't know, but you got to figure that out. Like, if anything, it might be Kobe or it okay. might be Shaq. All right, all right. All right. I, look, this is just, you're being ridiculous. Or, or Hakeem. Which one would I take I out? I had Shaq out of there. But that's just my personal preference because Man, I'm I shocked. Think. I'm shocked. Shaq is not better than Hakeem. Sha- you're right. Shaq's not better than Hakeem, but. That was it. It was, and not, I have Bird at nine. Okay. Like there's, that's it. I feel like Bird could have been a little bit higher. Bird was ridiculous. Bird is one of the greatest basketball ridiculous. players ever. At one point in my belief system, I had him third all time. He's ridiculous. <laughs> like, but now as I've gone through the numbers and gone through the eye test of actually watching these guys, not just their highlights, but actually going on YouTube. And like looking up full game clips of these guys and these NBA classic games that they put on, I'm just like, yo, yeah, some of these guys are pretty good that are ahead of him. So yeah, anything else before we roll out and go to our NFL preview? I think that's it. Any anything else you want to address when it comes to this list? Hmm, Eddie Jones is probably like top 155. I mean, of course, I think he could be 155 and, and somewhere in the top 155. That's it. He's my favorite basketball player of all time, number one. The reason I like the Lakers. Him and El- uh, Nick Van Axel. Golly. All right, let's move on to our NFL preview. What we're going to do is uh, basically just rank each division Team, each team in the division and we'll come up with uh, who will end up winning the division. We'll come up with our playoff teams 
and then some uh some who's gonna win awards and who will possibly make it to the super bowl let's start off with the afc north so there's four teams the cleveland browns cincinnati Bengals, baltimore ravens and the pittsburgh steelers rank them from four to number one matt okay four to number one at four i have the browns at four i have the browns three i think i might have the ravens Uh uh-huh two two the Bengals and one the steelers so in the AFC North, I have at number four the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this year they'll just have a bad year, and I think this will be the year. Well, hold on, did did Marvin Lewis get an extension or did he just get one more year? I can't remember. I he ne- was supposed I, to be gone. I, I, and then, I always assume he's about to get fired. Like <laughs> I never know with him. Dog, it just shows that the Brown family in Cincinnati they don't care about winning. Bro, they're just there for money. Marvin Marvin Lewis, he gotta have the wild, like incriminating like footage or something about the owner. He should have been fired. Perfect. <laughs> Long time ago. Like there's no way. Like and every I, once in a while they have a good season, but most of the time they're just trash. And I'm all about our black brothers oh, no, keeping absolutely. a job. But, absolutely. but <laughs> my man, you gotta be a defensive coordinator again or something. <laughs> You can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't keep not winning. And the crazy games. thing is, I don't think he will want to go back because he's been head coach for so long. Espe- look, he's probably had head coach with all the power. He could do whatever he wants. Dog, he's been a head coach since we've been in high school. That's crazy. That is wild. That's a super long time. And he has so many losses. So I have Bengals at number four. I have the Browns at three. I have the Ravens at two. Baker Mayfield fan. And the Steelers at number one. Uh, NFC North, that is the Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, hey. Chicago Bears, and the Detroit Lions. Rank those. Uh, I think it's going to be Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings. I think it's going to be the Bears. I mean, the Bears, the Lions. The Vikings. Jeremy's about to be hating. And then Jeremy's the Packers. hating. Jeremy's I'm hating. not hating. Jeremy's hating. I'm not hating. I just really, hating. I believe like that's what's gonna happen. We'll see. We'll see. I We're feel like Aaron Rodgers, and I, I really have this down to Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins. That's but that's, that's not all there is to Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't have any good wide receivers. Kirk Cousins got the best wide receiving duo in the. National Football League. Perfect. A good tight end, good running back, good defense. Packers defense, terrible. Don't got no running back. They have Jimmy Graham as their best receiver. There's no possible way. Look, you're making fair points. I just have gut feeling. All right. So that's why I say I just have gut gut feeling on on this one. Um, Let's move on down to the AFC South, which is the Houston Texans, Tennessee Titans, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Indianapolis Colts rank them from four to one. Uh, four to one. I'm gonna go. I think the. I think the Titans are gonna struggle a little bit this year, so they're gonna. I'm gonna have them at four. Then I'm gonna have the Colts, Jags, and then the Texans at the f- number one. They should win their division. I have the Colts fourth. Titans third, Jaguars second, 
Texans number one. Think they're gonna win the division? Yeah, I think they're gonna win the division. NFC North. I mean, I'm sorry. NFC South. NFC South. New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think I have. Okay, this seat. Oh, Bucks. They're trash. Uh, Perfect. Bucks. Atlanta. Then I'm gonna go Carolina. I think it's gonna be the same as last year. Yeah, I think New Orleans and Carolina. New Orleans is gonna be the number one. Carolina gonna be number two. I think New Orleans is actually going to... No, they might run away with that division. It's not going to be close like it was last year. They're not getting three playoff spots. The, I agree. Not happening. One. I agree with that one. Not happening. And I, I, I agree with your order. It's going to be Bucks, Falcons, Panthers, and Saints. Move on to the AFC East. New England Patriots. That's all that counts. That division is so trash. It's the end of the division after that. So trash. It's ridiculous that they get to have just one good team in the division forever. So trash. Uh, But, you know, for the sake of the conversation, New England Patriots, Buffalo Bills, New York Jets, Miami Dolphins, rank them from four to one. Uh, At four, I'm going to go Dolphins. Three, I'm going to go Jets. Then, or no, three, I'll go Buffalo. Then the Jets in New England, but the three bottom teams are not close to the, <laughs> the top Not team. close to the top. Not at all. Three of these are not the same. Well, one of these are not the yeah. same, and that's the Patriots one winning. One of these is not like the other. <laughs> um, at number four, I have the Bills. Uh, Nathan Peterman is their starting quarterback, then they'll have Josh Allen. They're going to struggle offensively <laughs> um, outside of LaShawn McCoy. At number three, I am going to put the um, Miami Dolphins. They're going to be number three. At number two, the New York Jets. Now, I'm not saying the Jets are going to win a whole bunch of games, but they'll be number two. Um, I feel like their defense always pretty competitive. Last year, at one point, they were five and seven when they were predicted to go. Last year, everyone was saying the Jets were going to be the team that might go winless. Mm-hmm. They were five and seven at one point, always and they were points. two bad penalties away from going seven and five. That's crazy. Like one two plays cost them that record and then of course you know when you're five and seven now you're battling back you you push and then you just don't play well at that point um but i say jets at number two and then patriots number one nfc east we have the new york giants philadelphia eagles washington redskins and the dallas cowboys rank them from four to one four to one i think it'll be the Giants, then I think it'll be, ooh, this is tough. I think after the Giants, it'll be the Redskins, then the Cowboys, then the Philly. Yeah. I agree with what you just said. I think I think, so. the Giants... I think it'll be closer to the, like the top end of the division will be closer than last year. Let me say this. No team in this division is going to run away with it. I think every team is going to be separated by probably a game or two. This is the division <laughs> like, that could send three teams to the playoffs this year. from, the Or NFC. they all could have low wins and then yeah, still one only one yeah. team gets in. Um, I think the Giants four, Redskins three, Cowboys two, Eagles one. Let's move on to the West now. AFC West. That is the Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos. L.A. Chargers and the uh, Oakland 
Raiders. I think Denver's going to be pretty bad. Oh, no, never mind. Oakland is going to be number four. Very bad next year. Then Denver, and I think the Chiefs, and I think the Chargers are going to win the division. I have Denver four. Oakland uh, third. Chiefs two. Chargers number one in that division. And then now the NFC West, Seattle Seahawks, Phil, um, sorry, San Francisco 49ers, LA Rams, and the Arizona Cardinals rank them from four to one. I think the Cardinals are going to be in fourth place this year. Then the Fudge. Then the 49ers. Then the Seahawks and the Rams. I agree with what you just said. Arizona, 49ers, Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks, then the Rams. All right, so we went through all the divisions. Who are the six teams coming out of the AFC? Six teams out of the AFC. I'm going to do the divisional. Uh -huh. the people I think they're going to win the division in the two wild cards. I think out of the East, it's going to be New England. Uh -huh. The West is going to be the Chargers. The North is going to be Pittsburgh. The South is going to be the Texans. And the two wild cards will be the Jags. Will be the Jags and the Chiefs? Yeah. Wow. You just said everything. I agree with you on every one of those. I have huh. Pittsburgh in the North. Uh, South. Houston. I don't East. know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. East, I have the, 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 the Patriots and the West. I have the Chargers. And then I have, as my wildcard teams, the Jags and the um, the Chiefs. Um, in the NFC, who are your six teams? In the NFC, I got... I'm going to do the same thing again, the winners. I think the... I think Philly's going to win in the East. The Rams, the Vikings, and then New Orleans. Uh-huh. And the wild cards, I think, are going to be the Packers. And, man. I think the wild card is going to be the Packers and Carolina. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is one where we differ on this one, uh, on quite a few. I have the Packers win in the North, NFC North. NFC South, the Saints. NFC East, the Eagles. NFC West, the Rams. The two wildcard teams are here. The Minnesota Vikings in the North. And the Dallas Cowboys as the oh. very sixth. Very sixth team. But I can easily see the Carolina Panthers being the sixth seed. Um, so I just honestly, it was like a tie for me. Um, I'm only saying the Cowboys because they're my favorite team, <laughs> so I could give them good juju. Uh, but but yeah, I, I, it could be either the Cowboys or the Panthers. But for the for the record. For the record, I guess... Hold on. I changed it up. 
Jeremy's cheating. No, no. For the record, because I did have the Carolina Panthers beating the Cowboys week one. Actively and cheating. that And that matchup may play a role in the end of the season. So Carolina's going to be the sixth seed. Cowboys are looking in. Actively look, cheating. Outside looking Actively in. cheating. No, no, no. I just thought, really thought about it. I can't contradict myself. Oh, I really gosh. do believe the Cowboys are not going to win this week. I think Cowboys are going to win. And, you know, I still don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but... They're going to win this week. All right, before... Oh, other things. We got a little more time. Um, Who's going to be uh, Offensive Player of the Year? Oh. Uh, Delvin Cook. Nah, it's going to be uh, Deshaun Watson, probably. Are you cheating? Are you looking at my list? Because I really did. I'm I'm down with Deshaun Watson. I think Jeremy, really... stop looking over here, man. I don't even have any, like, preparations. I'm just all off the top right now. I've been looking at our fantasy football league most of the time today. Just getting ready for my dominant, you know, run again. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think um, Deshaun Watson is going to end up being offensive, offensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year, who's, who's it going to be? Linvel Joseph. I don't feel any, like, type of bad way about picking a Viking to win defensive player of the year. But I think he should he should have a good year. I think defensive player of the year can end up being. Um, I think it may end up being Khalil Mack on a last place team, and the reason why I say that is there's going to be a lot of eyeballs, and I think he's going to play well and because he plays well, and the defense is going to improve. They're just going to say, "Wow, look at that!" Like the defense improved. I mean, he's ridiculous. And yes, they did add Roquan Smith, but they're going to say, "Wow, the defense Ooh, improved." That's a good look. That's a lot. So that's I, a lot. I believe that. Khalil Mack end up winning Defensive Player of the Year. Um, who's going to win Rookie of the Year? Uh, let's say Defensive Rookie of the Year. Defensive Rookie uh, due for the Bears. Roquan Smith. Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm going on. with Roquan Come Smith. Come on, dog. That's the, my man from Atlanta, right? From, uh, from Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to um, be good. What about um, Offensive Rookie of the Year? Offense? Uh, Sh- uh, Shaquan Barkley. Yeah, Shaquan There's Barkley. There's no way. Like, he fits, like, all the needs for the uh, the Giants. I do believe that if Darius Geis was playing, though, Darius Geis would have. Who 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 is he? With the Redskins. You think he would have had a crazy year? I think he would have been offensive uh, rookie of the year. I don't know, just because I don't think. Because I feel like the Redskins would have definitely fed. Like, he would get. He would have got though, all the carries. Even though Saquon's going to get carries and mm. targets, I feel like. He's really he Darius Geis would have just got more because remember you got Odell Beckham also on that team. He's got look, but the running back, the running back, the running back could easily get twenty five touches a game like just on accident. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think look, I think Barkley's gonna have a good you know a good shot at it, and I hope next year Geis comes back at one hundred percent health. Yeah, uh, NFL comeback player of the year. Comeback. Oh. This is a t- uh, it's gonna be Deshaun Watson again. He's gonna get both of them. Oh wow, <laughs> he's gonna double okay. up. All right, I say Adrian Peterson. Eight, mm. I think he's gonna have a good year with the Washington Redskins. Yeah, they're a rival, but I, I think I think he'll he'll have a good year. He's gonna run it up. Yeah, I think so. Um, MVP. It's be ridiculous if I picked another Viking. So, uh, a Rod, if he's healthy, he probably should get it. If he stay healthy the whole year, that means if he's healthy the whole year, that means the Packers are gonna be fighting for first place in the division the entire time, and 
you know, he's going to be putting up crazy numbers because their defense is trash. Now, it does happen in the NFL sometimes where offensive player of the year and MVP are different. Yeah. Um, and I think this year might be one of those years. I'm also going with Aaron Rodgers. Jeremy, stop I, looking I at think, my list. Um, I think because they'll win the division <laughs> and he'll put up stats. Debatable. And they, you know, may be the first or the second best team at all of all of the NFC. Yeah, they should look. They should be number one. They should run it up. If they're gonna, if they win a division. They should be number one too. Whoever wins that division, you know. So they should you, have a great. Who do you have as your uh, Super Bowl contender? Who do you have as the Super Bowl matchup? Super Bowl match, Jeremy. Vikings. This is the hard one. Vikings. Like, and if this is like Le'Veon Bell said that he was coming back like two hours ago, I would pick the Steelers. But I think it could be Vikings-Texans. Wow. A little a brand new, just two teams that haven't been to the Super Bowl before. Great storylines. Well, the Vikings, they've been to the Super Bowl. Okay, they're going to win the Super Bowl this time. <laughs> um, my two teams in the Super Bowl, I'm going with the Packers and the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. I like the Chargers, too. Chargers are a pretty good team. I feel like somehow the Patriots are going to get tripped up in the playoffs. Like, this is the year. They just got a lot going on. I need to see. And they'll get tripped up in the playoffs. I also don't think they're going to have home field advantage. So, I think that's what's going to hurt them a lot. Hurt them. I think the Steelers are going to get home field advantage. However, I think they're going to lose, like, first round. They're going to lose in, in, in like, the AFC Championship games to the Chargers. So, and I feel like the Chargers, this is their year um, to really make some noise. They're going to sneak up on people. And they're also going to have a weaker schedule because they were the bad or the, they were the third or the fourth best team in that division second, last year. Second. Oh, they were second? Seven. They were 9-7? They were yeah. Mm, that <laughs> so, look, what I really think it comes down to is does Phillip Rivers have a young child in his household? Uh-huh. He has like 10,000 kids. Yeah. If he does not have a baby in the house, he might be able to go to sleep for once. And like, you know, he'll get a good sleep schedule and have a crazy year. That's what I'm banking on. But Phillip Rivers has a kid every year, I he, think. He has a lot of children. He has like 12 kids or something ridiculous. My so, man had kids before he got in the league. Oh, he has a lot of children. <laughs> like he has a very, very big family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, we want to thank everyone for listening. I hope you all, you all enjoyed not just our reaction to our top 50 greatest NBA players. We hope you enjoyed the, our NFL preview. And um, we're going to keep track of all this. And at the end of the year, we'll see how close we are. Uh, before we roll out, I want to give some shout-outs. Shout-out to OSS 980, Other Side of Sports 980. Shout-out to 4th and 13 Podcast. Shout-out to Hand Down, Man Down. Uh, Redskin Rundown, Shut Your Face, um, Soggy Nachos. I, I listen to those guys. Um, you, you you know uh you know Eric you know Rick he comes to the comes to the oh uh, the teacher gym. is he a teacher I don't know he Rick he used to have dreads now he doesn't Philly he's fan one of Darius's boys yeah one of Darius's boys shout yeah. out to Darius hey, I, he was out here and I, still, I couldn't meet up with him he's still out here he's at the Smith's uh, I'm not gonna say where he is he's still here. He's still, for like a couple more hours, I think. Gee, 
let me hit this man up. I I had so much going on this weekend, but um, shout out shout out to Darius too. But uh, the reason why I bring up is Eric is is one of his boys' podcast, oh, that's cool. Soggy Nachos. So that's how I heard it. I heard about it through Eric. Um, shout out to uh, Curls and Sports, Sports Talk Tasha. Um, someone hit me up the other day. Was it somebody from the Netherlands? Nah, nah, not, not someone from the not other yet. day. Um. Man, who who was it? Who was it? Uh, and I'm seeing her name because I, I let me get her name right up uh, on here. But yeah, shout out to LJ, uh, Kimo, Warren, uh, Clay. Um, oh, uh, Jenna Garcia, uh, Vida Viva Diva on Instagram. Um, she uh, she follows. Um, she. Um, She's within the media industry. Um, she covers Major League Baseball and like the uh, Colorado Rockies. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, shout out to her also. Um, anybody else we need to give a shout out to? I'm looking at a t-shirt right now in your bedroom right now. Uh-huh. A Ming Reina's t-shirt. Shout out, shout out to Ming Reina. I got to get her and Abdul to sign it one day. Yeah, shout out to uh, the Super Gang. Uh, Serena and 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 um. I'm, you just said his name Abdul, Abdul. you legend. just said his name shout out to them they just got engaged oh, nah. that so, was cool yeah. yeah shout out to them shout out to Doll Parts um, for, for all the things they do eat your eat the city DC you don't talk about your own stuff look cause you give me the crazy good shout out that's you, true you, I do you're better at shouting people off than me that's true that's true we're, de- we're gonna be cooking again soon yeah man uh, we got some recipes on the way some videos on the way so um just make sure you subscribe to this podcast i know we went a little we went just a few minutes longer what time is it How long it's uh, about an hour and 48 minutes in usually That's we're cool. in that hour and a half to hour 40 range so a little a little bit over didn't hit two hours mm-hmm. but hey we did a lot in this show Covered any anything else before we roll out uh, oh shout out before shout out to all of our listeners oh, um, every, from everywhere we, we, we love that at people are actually listening i you know I, I go and look at the stats and people are not just clicking hitting play and then logging out people are staying for extended periods of time well that's cool um you know some people are listening you know 30 and 40 minutes in and that's that's the beauty of podcasts sometimes you just want to hear a certain part so you listen to it and you keep it moving but we want to say we appreciate what you do for us um anything else before we roll Mm, I think that's it. Nope. All right, man. Until next time, everyone. Sports reality. Peace.